Yes, it's a Science Patrol, your Ultraman podcast. And now the hosts of Science Patrol, Rich Conroy and Pat Rooney. Hello and welcome once again to the Science Patrol, your Ultraman podcast. My name is Rich Conroy. With me, as always, the lovely and talented Mr. Patrick Rooney. Hey, everybody. How are you? Pat, how are you doing this morning? Very well. It's a little chilly out there, but I can deal with it because it's the end of November. Yeah, it's brisk, but it's nice. (laughs) Um, Wish everybody a happy Thanksgiving a little late. Yep. Now you'll know exactly when we were doing it. It's Black Friday. No, it's Gray Saturday, whatever the hell they call it. Small Business Saturday. That's that's what it's called. Yes. Um, And I have nothing to buy from small businesses today, so... Um, I'm going to poke around and see if I can't spend some money. I'll just but, go over to the geekery and all this <laughs> stuff. I don't know if I have, like, if they are holding anything for me. Because I haven't been over there in so long. I'm probably going to go over and double check myself. So if I you bet you check for yeah, you. Yeah, would you? I will. I will. Yeah. Right. And if they put stuff back, please apologize. Because <laughs> they might have. I don't even know what phone number they have for me. They may have the house phone, which means I will never know. So i got to give them my real phone number. Uh, so that means if you guys have my house phone number, you don't have the real one, um, <laughs> just in case. Uh, but yeah, so I uh, love some good turkey day. Yes. Uh, Target's yes. having their buy two, get one for media. There you go. Absolutely. Uh, Going to have to stop there. Anything else? Good. You said Barnes & Noble's having, having, having their still, collection. Still having their criterion. And also other independent labels like Arrow and stuff are usually on sale at the same oh, time. Look. So yeah, it's it's awful. When you go in there looking for one thing, you're like, oh, I didn't know that was here. <laughs> I didn't know that was on sale. Yeah, you know, well, this is cheap, too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Friggin' awful. Exactly. Every time. I, see, the last time I bought something expensive there was I bought the, um, from Arrow, I bought the Yokai Monsters set. And it's four movies with um, these Japanese films about um, yokai, which are playful spirits. Right. Um, and sometimes vengeful spirits. And, but, like, there's these 60s movies, and they had another one that came out a couple years ago. And there was this beautiful box set. It was like $100. And I was like, well, it's 50 bucks. I'll get it, right? Not a month later, it's on not a cheaper. month later, did it show up on Hamilton Book for 32 bucks. <sighs> now, did I already open it and start watching it? Of, of course, course did. I did. <laughs> of course you did. Dumbass. <laughs> Stupid man. Trust me, I take things out of the plastic almost right away. Oh, yeah, no. This is, the only time I don't do that is like if it's a... Uh, you know, something like that. I've learned, like, I bet, unless I hear a disc rattling around, in which case I generally don't buy it. Right, right, right. But yeah, stupid. That happens. Big, it happens. There's not much you can do. Big <laughs> now, I want to go and get like a, um, one or two Cary Grant movies for my. Oh, there you go. For my collection. So. <laughs> but there's so much. Oh, God, every time I, I walk know. in there, you go through it. You're like, oh, I didn't realize this was out. I didn't know they did this. And it's fifty bucks. Well, it's usually now look. I really want that Godzilla box set, which still I don't have yet, and it's $112 with the 50% off. I know, yeah. I know, I know, I can't. I wish I could, but I just I can't. will, eventually, but yeah, this yeah, is I not that time. Maybe in April. Maybe. Here's the problem. They don't space anything out properly. It's every six months, right? So, but the problem is... April is also the fossil show. Yes. So it doesn't help me at all. Nope. Because now you want to spend money on the fossil yeah, show yeah, instead of, of buying the discs. Yeah, of course. <laughs> if you guys could have something in August, say around my birthday, Might that'd be nice. Be nice. <laughs> yeah, that'd be helpful. So anyway, um, I hope you guys all had a, a good Thanksgiving and had your turkey or tofurkey or whatever, or whatever you had. Whatever Enjoy your, your inclinations are, yes. Um, so we're going to talk today about episode 19, Light and Flame yes. of Ultraman Blazar. Uh, air date of 11-25-2023. Uh, Tomonobu Koshi is our director. And it was written by Jun Tosita. Okay. Sugita. 
That's and close. I keep Listen, doing it wrong. You're better than I am at this. Yeah, but I try to read them fast, and that, uh, that ruins me. It's all kinds. So anyway, this is a continuation of last week's episode, uh, The Towering Terror. Uh, multiple Irugos, which were thought to have been defeated, resurfaced once again. Oh, of as the Gagov continues to investigate, a kaiju larger than Earth Garen emerges. Dun, right. Dun, dun. And the size of the thing that they put is big. It's gigantic. There is a beautiful shot in the last three quarters of the episode. Okay. Where they're flying inbound and you see um, Brood Gabalga. Right. Just this hulking mass in the middle oh, of the city. Oh, in the middle of the city. That and I'm like, that's fantastic. Yeah, and you know it's just the miniature Brood Gabalga with... Well, I think it's the suit, and they just superimposed it into the, right. a real shot of the city. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. So that's exactly. all they did was, right. you know, but it's... But, but it's, it's amazing. Beautifully well done. Yes. Fellas. Like, nice. Yes. Ladies and gentlemen, you've done a fine job. <laughs> you know what? You guys can leave at 10.30 instead of 11 tonight. <laughs> oh, you're so nice. <laughs> no, no, boss. we got to stay. Why? Yeah. No. <laughs> then we have to go out drinking. So, um... <laughs> Uh, Emmy also comes into contact with her father's former teammate, Nishizaki. He reveals the truth about the explosion from three years ago before Emmy heads down to test facility 66 alone. What will she find out? What could it be? Many things, quite frankly. Yeah, could be anything. Could be anything. But we find out. (laughs) Turns out they're putting on a show, everybody. (laughs) Wee! (laughs) So, uh, I do enjoy the... um, the fact that we have the where they're getting dressed down by um, the, the general, the there. general again, and he is like, "Oh, if you guys engage any more monsters, we're going to suspend you completely." You know what will happen? Yeah, and they're like, "But aren't we supposed to be doing that?" Yeah, like isn't that the whole point? <laughs> they're like, "Yeah, but this Ultra Man guy keeps showing up," and then uh, so and then, so, what's your point? But, you, but the thing. He's not exactly wrong. Yeah, but you're helping. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's and like, that's what Muscles McGinty tells him is, yeah. we are helping and we are supporting him. Right. We're doing the best that we can right. with right. the stuff that you've given us. Right. Right. He's <laughs> like, okay, fine. But I get it. But, you know, what can you do? Exactly. Well, yeah, so there's all these, um, these, all these like, uh, these uh, dragon head worm kaijus are sprouting up all over the place. Oh. Over and I'm sure it's all the same. So it's totally one, just two puppets, maybe tops. No, one puppet, just well, one no, because they have them over in two different places. Like, okay. Yeah, so the two then. Yeah, yeah. But, I think there's maybe two, <laughs> maybe two. Yeah, no, it's not. It's not. It, you know, they they didn't have to. Like, let's hear it for computer generated imagery. Oh yeah, that absolutely. we don't have to have 26 of the puppet prop, <laughs> and then 26 guys. To stand under the set, exactly. Like hunched over with their arms up in the air, exactly. you know. Like, call in some guys from accounting. Get them, get them in here. They can hold their hands. Who's up got the minute. longest arms? <laughs> oh, that would be acquisitions. Sir, good pun. Okay, let's go. There you go. <laughs> so, uh, um, where is the? Uh, I'm just trying to find the. Uh, uh, Oh, yeah, a larger wave of Rugas sweep across the city. Hey, you know what they didn't do? They didn't update any of this at all. So we get a larger wave of um, these monsters, and the, the uh, Scarred has been told, stand down, right? or you're going to get Right, cannon. because they were told to stand down with the original Arugo, 
and they obviously didn't listen. And now they're stubborn, our heroes. <laughs> so general, we like them, right? The general tells them, "You're not allowed to do anything, right, until I tell you so." That's right. Yeah, that'll work out. Yeah, that'll work out a, really you well. don't seem to be helpful. <laughs> and then the the Blazar Pog actually harms Gento. He's like, "Well, yeah." <laughs> and it, I always wonder: Is it? Just the fact that it's hitting against him, or is it hot? It's hot, I think. I think he said, I mean, because he gets all mad, like, tell me I'm not in book to help. Oh, good Lord. You're going to blame me for all this nonsense. Let me tell you something. <laughs> and then our secretive team of black garbed people mm. find out that they've taken over the communication cables underground. Right. Because that happens easily. Right. Well, they think that that's that uh, during the last, when it attacked. The communication system last episode, right? That it somehow laid an egg into all of the communication cable. Yeah, yeah, that's it. That's it. It's the only thing you can see because no one guy that works with communication cables, there's lots of them, right? And Pat has to deal with these things all the time. There's never a day that goes by where he doesn't text me more monsters. Oh, it's awful, it's terrible. Fortunately, they're smaller. We don't grow them as big here in America. Yeah, they're like, you know, like a python size. It's not, you know. Oh, God. Pat's got one of the little pocket chainsaws. You've all seen them for trimming, for trimming small trimming branches. trees. Yeah. No, no, I mean, you ever see the ones that like have the little trigger? Yeah. It's like a handheld guy, and you, yep. you take oh, off the... Yeah, sure, that helps a lot. you got to be quick, because they're, they're snake. They're all over the place. Sure. <laughs> um, oh. You know, what's great is... Uh, Here's a little trivia. The Arugo suit was designed to be controlled by wires. Okay. Originally. But suit actor Shuntaka Hashi instead stuck his arm into the suit and controlled it like a hand puppet. So the crew then had to hide the actors in buildings or through composting. (laughs) So when you see one come up behind a building, know there's a guy in that building like, (laughs) like putting his arm around it. Very cool. That's pretty awesome. That is awesome. Uh, uh, oh, here's a here's another bit of trivia. Irugo is the first kaiju that Earth Garen defeats on his own by putting his arm down his gullet and okay, shooting forty seven missiles into it. <laughs> okay, fair. Yeah, other- <laughs> absolutely my favorite defeat of a monster in forever. Because <laughs> otherwise, what beats Earth Garen? By anything. Yeah, <laughs> stiff breeze. <laughs> exactly. It's Earth Garen's greatest <laughs> greatest menace: air, wind. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, I'm, I'm, my motivator circuits have blown because of this seven so mile an hour wind. <laughs> oh man. Good God. It didn't even blow the windsock up, Earth no. Garen. Come on. <laughs> but I do like that they just keep building him better. Yes. And now the muscles said that he's actually shielded Earth Garen against a normal EMP. Right. And shielded the Mopi as well. Yeah, that's right. So therefore, they obviously are going to deploy. To fight the monster, even knowing that they were told, no, we shouldn't. Of course. Because uh, Kento's like, well, if I'm going to get fired anyway, I might as well do something do it with useful style. about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So they're out, they're out uh, encountering the monster. The EMP, of course, goes off, and they're like, oh, how strong is this EMP? Because it is, again, affecting our communications. Amazingly. Um, and then Emmy tries to get in contact with them because she's off doing her uh, spying around stuff. Right. Right, and she looks into a pit, sees a little bit of light. Well, hold on, hold on. Oh, sorry. Well, and she gets in touch with Earth Karen. He's like, "Hi, Emmy. Uh, I can't concentrate. I can't talk to 
either of the teams, but I can talk to you because I run through the network at the base. Cool, fine. Yeah. Anything that they can say to make it sound like it's realistic. Yeah, sure. Why not? We know it's not real. Sure, that's fine. But wait, are you telling me none of this happened? (laughs) Hold on. Exactly. Are you saying we're seven years into this podcast and I just found that this is not a documentary? <laughs> oh, that's oh, not good. Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> that's not good at all. I got to sit down. Oh, my God, I am sitting down. Exactly. This is awful. <laughs> yeah, so she's in this facility with a big pit in it, and she's, like, seeing, like, lights, and then somebody bumps into her from the back, and it's her father. Right. Right. So that 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 blows my idea that the white haired guy is her father. I'm like, all right, it's this guy. I thought the white haired guy was a little too old to be her father, but it could happen. It could happen. Lord knows. Didn't uh, Tony Randall have a kid when he was 85 or something? In his late 70s, something, yeah, something like, something that, like that. that. That seems smart. Bad idea. <laughs> Absolutely bad idea. But when you're Tony Randall, People are throwing themselves at you. It happens. I guess. Are people still were people still throwing themselves at Tony Randall when he was seventy? He had a kid when he was seventy. Yeah, but he threw himself at him. Okay, one lady. Like, but that's all it takes. Hey, listen, <laughs> you're not what's wrong. The difference? That's what they tell you in school. It only takes one. What's the difference now between Dick Van Dyke and his now wife? At least sixty years, because she's in her thirties. He's in his. 90s. I don't think she's in her thirties, but if she's in um, her forties, that's old. No, no, but keep talking. But anyway, look that up. So then, because it's appropriate, (laughs) we get to see Earth Garon running towards the larger kaiju, right? And then the smaller snake kaiju wraps around Earth Garon and stops it in its track, right? So because oh well, because it happens, yeah. (laughs) Because like oh, this guy might actually uh, do something. Do something. He's got a stick. I better. Oh yeah, they also have a new. Uh, they have a lo- another leftover Telsonite spear. Of course, yeah. Of course. She's fifty-two, by the way. Well, she's in her fifties. Yeah, like, it's still a forty-year age. Oh, it absolutely. She's ninety-seven. <laughs> like, yeah. God bless. God him. bless him. Like exactly. Yeah, but again, you're Dick Van Dyke. Yeah, yeah. I know. I know. I'm not. The man's a charisma factor. He is absolutely. He's still yeah. dancing around every day. Yeah, sure. It's crazy. Oh, I can't move like he does, and he's still 40 years older than me. <laughs> the only reason I dumped that, I see Jackie Chan starting to slow down. I'm like, finally. I don't have to feel so bad about myself. Exactly. <sighs> but uh, where were we? So Emmy gets, thrown, gets caught by her father, and then we get to see this creature of fire come right. out of the pit, which... It looks great. Awesome. It looks fantastic. I understand it's computer graphics. Yeah, of course. But oh my God, was it very, yeah. very well done. They're like, finally, we don't have to engulf a stuntman in actual flame. <laughs> and then, All right, guys, ready to shoot? No, I'm not ready. <laughs> ah! Exactly. Dear God. And then the father and Emmy both throw this gigantic switch right. to open the ceiling to release this fire dragon. Right, 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 okay, right. Okay, right. fire. Yeah. <laughs> now you gotta wonder, where the hell is this fire dra- Came from the pit. Well, I think they were sent- Yeah, sign. Came from the pit. <laughs> we do find out that, um... <laughs> sure. All right, fine. So we do find out that, um, the... They found out yeah, a couple of years ago that 
there's some sort of portal between some place and right. Earth. Wormholes. They've, yeah, they've got wormholes. A that's right. Small portable wormhole creator. Okay, sure. Yeah, okay. Uh huh. So that's where they think. That's where this monster must have come from. This fire. This fire dragon. This fire bird. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Oh. Sure. Why not? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it looks great. Flies off. But I love. She's like, he has to go to. He's trying to get to uh, Blazer, and I'm like, how did you know? <laughs> And I watched, Just it, I watched it twice <laughs> to make sure I didn't miss something. Nope. No. No. Because I did the same thing. I'm like, it's going to go to Blazar. Just Why cause. now? Yeah. Just because. There was like, no other reason than just because. Well, I mean, who who knew that maybe it was trying to get out to fight Blazar? Like, oh, I'm going to really, like, let me get the Ultimate Blazar so I can light him on fire. You know, like, <laughs> oh. But I mean, as it's flying <laughs> towards Blazar... You get to see all these arugos flying towards it, and it's just as burning, soon as it touches burning, them, they burning, burn burning. up instantly. Oh, it's wonderful! Like, that was fantastic. That is fantastic. Yeah, yeah it's it's fan. It is great, great. It's well executed. It's 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 exciting. It was super exciting. It was yeah, so cool. And it wasn't like. Uh, it didn't look cheap, which no. was the best part. They put some money into the CG for this. Yeah. They really, really did. I was very amazed. Because yeah. they had the smoke in the background, which you know they had to somehow create, not just CG, because it looked... Who knows? But smoke. it was fantastic. Exactly. It looked fantastic. Yeah. The whole thing was the top notch. Um, and, you know, I'm, they're, they're, I'm sure there's going to be people that are like, it wasn't... It didn't look like a movie. And no, of course, it didn't look like a movie. These are TV budgets. No, I, yeah, but it still t- looked good for TV budget, right? And they saved up enough in other episodes that yeah. they poured it into yeah. this episode, which I was very cool with. Also, it could have been like the reason we got a double episode this time out is because like we can reuse the monsters for two episodes, right? Just save our and money and spread the cost out a little bit, right. and then here we are, this guy, and then we get a new pod. Yes, please. And a brand new suit. Yeah. Which is, that suit is cool looking. Yeah, it's pretty nuts. He's got like a whole uh, arm with red armor and it's all gnarly looking up at the shoulders. And how cool is it though that when he shows up, right? Ultraman shows up and he lands and they just, the monster like shoots him with something Destroys the sword like immediately. Oh no! What happened? You were like, "Holy crap!" When the monster actually kicked at the sword, and oh, he broke broke it. it. That's what it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I I was thinking the same thing. Okay, a how does they break the sword? But the fact that he breaks the sword is kind of cool. You're like, "Oh no!" (laughs) (laughs) Oh no! Can he just regenerate? Oh no! (laughs) Yeah, not not helpful. Uh, I don't know what the rules of physics are uh, with this. Like, is he pulling it out of a pocket dimension? Is he rebuilding it? That's the thing, though. But we don't know. They actually did go into that because they had a second Tilsonite sword that they gave to. Yeah, he he remakes it again. Yeah, because they're throwing hands to him, and he makes another Tilsonite sword out of it. Because that happens. Fine. Uh huh. So he needs raw Tilsonite to do it. Okay, sure. (laughs) Why not? (laughs) Who am I to say? There's nothing more you can say than sure. Sure. Yeah, so anyway, the fire dra- firebird comes down and gives Ultraman these powers, and he can now, like, he can make these fire spears that fire follow him around when he flies, and just, he's lighting them all up. 
and now this new sword, not only is it the regular sword, but now it has a green lightning side and a red fire side. Oh, which more, is yeah. Awesome. Yeah, so now it's like a now it's like one of those uh, double-ended spears and it's it is crazy. Bananas. <laughs> and they destroy Brood Gabalga in the most exploding explosionist explosion. <laughs> well, not only does he hit him with the green lightning. Right. But then he uses the fire sword to slam down into him and blow him up even bigger. Well, yeah, oh, sure. he stabs it into the ground and then it blows up all the dragons. <laughs> right, and you get all the to see worm the fire yeah. blowing through the entire city. Gee, come on. And I'm sitting there going, um, we're not supposed to destroy the city last I checked, but yeah. it, it looks cool, so I'm going to go with it. Hey, you got to get rid of that monster infestation somehow. There's going to be some... <laughs> Collateral damage. True, true. The, I, I feel like ever since Rube, they have not shied away from being like, look how big this explosion is. And you're just <laughs> <Yeah>. like, <"Whoa." laughs> there goes a wrong. lot of people's apartments. Like, <laughs> you're not wrong. Yeah. You're not wrong. And somehow the host lives just far enough away <laughs> that it's okay. They're like, no, it's great. No worries. <laughs> Everything's awesome. Exactly. And you're like, okay. Sure, and like you said, there's really nothing more than will this explosion mean anything next week? Nope, probably not. Yeah, <laughs> they never show like they never show the next week like, oh, this district is a complete giant asterisk of smoked out ruin stuff. Yeah, <laughs> no, so not much. at all, not at all. So we go, we cut back to Emmy and the the father, which her father appears to be a. Hologram? Because well, she goes to hug him and he just disappears. Exactly. Yeah. And you go, uh-huh. Oh, sure. Uh-huh. Oh, sure. Uh-huh. Okay, <laughs> fine, whatever. And then, so she, he leaves her a key. She goes to a safe deposit box, gets what appears to be his diary. Right. She's like, this is his handwriting. They then cut to this guy, this manual, a manuscript, rather. Right. Diary. Thank Diary. You. That's, that's all right. No Manifesto worries. Manifesto. Um, and it is the neatest handwriting I've ever seen in my life. Well, I don't know how Japanese handwriting is normally, so I couldn't say whether... I've seen some of it, and none of it looks that good. Okay. That looked, that guy, I that mean, guy you know, was one time. of those needy pants, like, <laughs> we all knew that girl in grade school who had handwriting, you're like, that would be a great font. You yes. know, like... Yes. Yeah. Because yeah. all the girls had amazing handwriting. Yeah. One guy did. One guy had handwriting that was perfect, and all the other guys looked like they did it on a train. Chicken scratch. Yeah. It's only like, chicken scratch. Yeah. yeah. I'm the chicken scratch. Guy. Oh, yeah, me too. Yeah. My homework looked like I did it on a hang glider coming in before <laughs> class. Like, uh, I, uh, we say at work, they're like, Somebody would be like, who filled this paperwork out? They're like, that's rich. And I'm like, yep, if it looks like I had a stroke on a boat, that's, <laughs> that's me. That's me. <laughs> Fair enough. Yep. Fair enough. So, uh, yeah, uh, so then who comes in but white-haired guy with two of yes. his lackeys. And he's like, oh, I was wondering where this was. And he swipes it for her. And she's like, no, you got to give it back. And it's the only thing I have for my dad. And he's like, you know I can't do that. No, we didn't know you can't do that. But <laughs> you could. But yeah. He says it's to protect the earth. But... <clears throat> The director is now right. So got rid of the general and you can guy. Continue to investigate. Okay, I guess. 
I, I have a feeling he's going to come back for his revenge. Oh, he's going to have point. to. Like, he's going to have to. He's like, now I'm angry because I don't have a job. Well, I mean, the basic thing is, this is episode 19. Right. It usually goes 25, 26 episodes. Yeah, so he's got to come back for exactly. the, big, the big one. Big reveal. Right. we got to figure out what the big third wave of alien invasion is. Exactly. Right? Exactly. And I, I'm not sure if they're going to use that as... The last two episodes, but they have to kind of build to it. Yeah, I would think now. so. I would think so. Um, but yeah, I just good. I, I this one was very, this. very cool. Yeah, this one was very, very cool. I do like when they when they uh, when Brood Gabaga comes out of the ground and the, the googly eyes they gave him. Well, hey everybody, I'm here to eat your old planet. Oh, <laughs> And they also gave him the bigger green orifice yeah. to show yeah. the EMP. And you're yeah. going, okay, yeah. fair enough, good enough. Yeah, I like that when they showed like the there were stuff underground and all the underground cabling had the same diamond design that uh, of course. the monster had. Uh-huh. Hey, Ellie, what's up, bud? Hey, buddy. He was like, oh, you guys still at it, huh? All right. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, it seems no matter what time I get up, you guys are doing it. Well, well get up earlier or, <laughs> exactly. you know. Or get up later when we're done. Yeah. Those are your options. It's only once a week. Yeah. <laughs> he does not a bother. He's fine. I know. Um, so, uh, yeah, no, good good episode. Very, very cool. Okay, and I, and I, a satisfying conclusion to the two-parter. And I really like the new fire uh, bird. The Monster. new Firebird, the new suit, the new sword, it's all very, very well done. Yeah, very yeah. Happy. I had forgotten that I had seen somebody post somewhere like, hey, check out the fire, like, check out the oh. new fire suit that Ultraman has, and I'm like, and it was like three or four weeks ago somebody posted it, because they put it in magazines in Japan before oh, it happens. Oh, I got Like, you. oh, this is what you're going to get soon, look at this. <laughs> and then people will post, oh, of course, like, spoiler, spoiler pictures. And I saw it, and I went, oh, that's cool. Promptly forgot about of it. Of course, that's how what happens. Yeah. The now, steel sieve. Yeah, now here we are. I was like, oh, yeah, this. <laughs> Looks good. I, I didn't like the picture of it um, because I was like, I don't know what that's going to look like in motion. It looks a little cumbersome, but it turned out not to be. Yeah, it turned out to be really decent. I yeah. really like this new suit. Yeah. Now, we're going to have to see how he's going to be able to use it going forward, sure. obviously. Oh, by the way, how great was it that when he got it and... Uh, when the firebird showed up, he started jumping up and down like, yeah, now it's on. <laughs> now we can do this. Exactly. <laughs> and uh, I don't know how much they're going to use Ferdan uh, or Fidrin. Fidrin. Ferdran. F-I-R-D-R-A-N. Yeah. Come on, fellas. Yeah. He's banging through. Uh, all the different things that yeah, he can do All of them better brain. than this one. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't particularly like the name. He's like, what kind of, what's the most. Cumbersome way to say friendly to the mouth <laughs> way I could say that. Exactly. Grong Frungelman or what, you know, like, <laughs> oh, yeah, that's perfect. Oh, no. Yeah, it's, a, it's a Tolkien-esque level of of mouth acrobatics yes. that you have to go you through for this guy. Rumble through all the different letters you can figure out. Ferdrin. Ferdrin. <laughs> sure. Fine. Exactly. Fine. Nothing says fine like Ferdrin. <laughs> And like you said, how they're going to use this going forward is going to be interesting because there's only a very few episodes left. That's why they're bringing them out now. We don't have that kind of budget to do that through the whole series. That's crazy talk. <laughs> you know, some giant flaming bird? Come on. Yeah, exactly. And the CG on that is crazy. Really good. It is crazy how much they put into him. Yeah. You got you to gotta wonder, like, 
This costs us X amount of money every minute he's on screen. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, it's the She-Hulk uh, <laughs> conundrum, which is we really want to have more She-Hulk in the show, but boy, it's expensive. Yeah, yeah, not wrong. Yeah. So, but yeah, great episode. Can't wait. I can't wait for next week when we go back to Muscles McGinty's farm. Yeah, uh, the night of insects chirping. And, and we uh, get to see his father, and yeah. we get to see whatever the new monster is that I didn't even write down because I didn't think it was that important. He was some sort of bug, I don't know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. exactly. Some sort of giant bug. What a shock. <laughs> They've never seen that before. No. No. Not once. <laughs> but yeah, so um, the yeah, rate, review, and subscribe. Talk yes. to, you know, spread it around. Get people interested. And the Post on places things. you can post. Yes. Do the thing. Engage. 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 Like, uh, like <laughs> we're John Luke Picarding this whole thing. Oh, Engage. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, rate, review, and subscribe. Uh, the Suicide Prevention Helpline is 988 via text or talk. Right. Open 24 hours a day, seven days a week. That's right. And, and this time of year can be especially hard because maybe your family's not supportive. Uh, maybe they're a bunch of jerks. Maybe yes. you don't have any family. It could happen. Yeah, I mean, you know, um, this is a hard time of the year for a lot. It is. A lot of people can feel lonely and maybe insignificant, and no, we don't want that. Uh, the world is better with you in it. Exactly. So, on behalf of the Science Patrol, I'm Rich Gottman. I'm Pat Rooney. Sally Forth, you guys. Take care, Rich. Bring back Bob. Music for this podcast is provided by Terminal Sunburn. Visit terminalsunburn.bandcap.com. Post production by Casey Kittle for Faces for Radio Productions. Visit us on the web at ultramanpodcast.com or find us on Facebook. Our email address is ultramanpodcast at gmail.com. The Science Patrol can be found on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, and wherever else you find your podcasts. Please rate, review, and subscribe. Until next time, for the Science Patrol, I'm Gretchen Brooks from the Kaiju Cast.